I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And this is Not Today. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. Just ate some frosting. Yeah, feeling good. Great. <laughs> what is the flavor? Oh, it's like that. Um, it's like funfetti. It's not. I don't. It's not funfetti, but it's it's basically funfetti. So good. Very good. Yeah. Listen to some Chromatica, Lady Gaga. Yep, your good favorite. Album. Well, <laughs> maybe your favorite, arguably. Also, yeah, probably <laughs> one of the most played this pandemic. Yeah. Did she? When did she come out with it? Was it April? last summer? Or last summer? Yeah. Yeah, because um, "Stupid Love" is out. Yeah, "Stupid Love" came out like first, and it was like in I want to say like early or like spring, and then in the summer, "Rain on Me" came out, and yeah. then "Chromatica" came out. Like you can kind of tell it was a pandemic song because she's like, "I'd rather be drunk, but at least I'm alive." Oh my and god! It's like <laughs> oh, everyone yeah. felt the same. Yeah. No, but did you? Uh, I saw a video on Twitter. Um, it was it was like oh my god gays in Australia finally get to get to dance to uh, Chromatica in a club right now like it was literally uh, Chromatica playing it was like Rain on Me playing in a club and it was just a gay club and they were all like losing their minds and I was like oh my god what I would give to be in a nightclub listening to Chromatica right now yeah Whew. yep sorry America not for at least another four to six months. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's fine <laughs> i'm fine so would you like to know what this week's story is about i would love to know i'm excited you're telling the story it's been a while yes it has been a while because i've been partially lazy partially busy no you've been busy but um we are back yeah better than ever Hell yeah. but also kind of skirting the line of what is survival but i don't care oh but it's our this, podcast <laughs> it's our podcast this story is insane and i had so much fun learning about it um so without further ado let us tell the story of colton harris moore the barefoot bandit the what the, bare- the barefoot bandit bandit band bandit bandit are you talking did about I like said, a robber? Did I say bandit? Yeah. The bandit. You know what I meant. Like a robber. Stop. Yeah. Like yes. old timey, like. No. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, yes, but this happened within the past decade. Oh, sick. So, Colton Harris Moore was born in Mount Vernon, Washington, and grew up with his mother, Pamela Moore, in their house on Camano Island near Seattle, Washington. So, this is kind of northeast of seattle love seattle yep i've been there lived there great city kind of wet but love (laughs) pike's place just a bit wet yeah just a bit wet good uh great city okay so colton had a deadbeat drug addicted alcoholic father named gordon moore who was sent to prison when colton was a toddler and was largely absent as a father after being released from prison and he would come back intermittently before leaving altogether when Colton was about 12. Uh, this was after a family argument at a barbecue. Ooh, love those so, backyard barbecue fights. Yes. <laughs> so Colton's father, not a great guy. Oh, yeah, not, not great. Yeah, not getting off to a great start. So he did have his mother, but that was about it. And 
Colton's father never paid child support to Pam, to his mother, Pam Kohler. And to top it all off, Colton's stepfather died when he was seven years old. Mm. So Colton literally just cannot catch a break. Yeah. And throughout his childhood, neighbors said that they made several calls to Child Protective Services, believing that he was either neglected or abused. Oh, that's sad. Was his mother like... Do you know anything else about his childhood or was it just like his father left, his stepfather died and his mother, what, did she have to like work a ton because she wasn't being paid child support? Yeah, so she had to work, she had to work, she had a rough time of it and um, it seems like she was also kind of absent from his life. Yeah. Um, I don't really have the full story. Hmm. I couldn't get too many details out of it but what fr- what I did gather was um kind of other people's perceptions of what it was and actually one of the officers who uh was a local policeman in his community and actually arrested him when he was about 10 said that um the way his mother treated him would have made him want to leave at a very young age and that is exactly what Colton did and he started living in the wilderness when he was about seven years old. What? So what? <laughs> yeah. Li- okay. First of all, living in the wilderness is wild. Define that. Yeah. And also seven years old. Okay, tell me how that happened. Yes. So uh, from first grade, when Colton was seven years old, Pam knew that there was something off with him, sort of a disconnection. He wouldn't listen to teachers, started altercations at school, and would sometimes deliberately break things around the house. So he began kind of leaving the home at age seven and living really kind of on his own. It sounds like his mother was completely absent, and obviously his home life was rotten. According to a court-ordered psychiatric evaluation, Moore said that his mother drank and became mean, breaking his possessions. So there was kind of this tension of Pam Kohler, his mom, saying, you know, there's something off with him and, you know, he wouldn't listen to teachers and would deliberately break things around the house. Um, But from this psychiatric evaluation, Colton is saying that his mother also drank and then became mean, breaking his possessions. So there's kind of two conflicting um, accounts here. So I think most likely it was probably a combination of both, but Mm -hmm. it also sounds like his mother wasn't that great. Yeah, I mean, it is sounding that way, but yeah, it was probably a combination of the two, like you said. Yeah, I don't have the full story, unfortunately. But, uh, yep, like I said, he was living in the wild, mostly on his own, and... So, I'm sorry, can you tell me what you mean by living in the wild? Because you said that now twice, and I straight up don't know what you mean. <laughs> like, in a tent? Yeah. Like, At seven. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't too many details about, like, how he was living, but Just he was living in the wild. Was there, like, like, a forest nearby? Was he coming home for food? Like, this is <laughs> not Seattle. Like, I think I would assume he's coming home for food when he's seven. And even when he is um, later kind of evading police he is coming back to eat food and like take a bath so he's in and out okay um so regardless crazy (laughs) crazy um 
During this time, he would he started to break into vacation homes in the area, stealing blankets, food, and water before disappearing into the forest for days. Wow. So he's probably got a tent with him or some kind of lean-to shelter, maybe a treehouse. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that he's just, like, sleeping out in the woods in, like, a sleeping bag. Right. So at one point when he was 10, he had broken into the school and started looting it, and the authorities were called on him. And he was found hiding in a closet by the police. And the arresting officer uh, that was on scene said that he really felt bad for Colton, saying that he got into the wrong environment and this led to his future behavior. So he, the officer really felt that his upbringing and environment produced what he ultimately became. His first conviction for stolen property came at age 12. And by the time he was 13, he had three more. He was diagnosed with depression, attention deficit disorder, and intermittent explosive disorder. And I know what depression and ADD are, but I didn't know what the third disorder was. And intermittent explosive disorder is a behavioral disorder characterized by explosive outbursts of anger and or violence, often to the point of rage, that are disproportionate to the situation at hand. Impulsive aggression is not premeditated and is defined by a disproportionate reaction to any provocation, real or perceived. So he's will flip out at situations that really don't make sense. Right. So Colton is just really <laughs> a bag of issues. Yeah. And he's thirteen. Yeah, and he he's he has multiple charges already for you said stealing. Yeah. So he has been convicted of stealing a few times, but he's not serving a lot of time because he's 12 and 13. Right. So he would serve like a week or so. Yeah. In a hot, like, uh, in like juvie. Yeah. It's their version of juvie. It sounds like they would put you in uh, what they call the halfway house. Mm. So some kind of like living arrangement where you're, you have to stay here, but it's not like jail. Yeah. That don't like, it's so sad. Cause that probably would have been better for him than what he was doing. You know, like living yeah. in the wilderness versus yeah. living. I mean, I mean, halfway house and like you know, juvie and all those places obviously aren't good, mm-hmm. or you know, for a growing person. But it's better than having nowhere. You yeah, know? having no one. Yeah, yeah, and um, multiple people who are like recounting his upbringing, mm-hmm. who knew him, uh, were saying that there was multiple signs. That something was wrong and like nobody stepped in like we i mentioned before like child protective services was called yeah and nothing really came of that yeah and i guess i mean obviously no one stepped in in a meaningful way yeah so in any case he was 15 when he was arrested for breaking into homes stealing valuables and using computers to place fraudulent online uh, orders so what he would do is he would break in log into somebody's computer order some something off of like, I don't know, Amazon. And then he would come back and pick it up before they even knew. Oh, wow. So What was, year was this again? This must have been 2007. Okay. 2006. Because yeah. he will be sentenced to three years in a halfway house for this offense when he was 15 in 2006. But he will break out of this halfway house in 2008 when he is 17. Hmm. It was actually pretty smart, like when you think about it, because if you aren't checking your credit card statements, you won't notice. Yeah. 
especially if, if you have auto pay on. So um, he serves two out of three years of his sentence at a halfway house, and at 17, he escapes from Renton, Washington in April 2008. He will remain free for over two years before getting caught again. I'm sorry, repeat that? What did you He He broke out of the halfway house and then was just on his own for two years? Yeah. So I'm going to tell the story of that two years, but he's not going to be caught for over two years. Okay. Like I said, before this sentence, he never really served more time than a month in um, in juvie, in halfway houses, when he was 12 and 13, breaking the law. And after he breaks out, a massive police hunt starts with armed tactical units, and they start combing the local woods. But this doesn't turn up anything because, as we know, he's been living in the woods since he was literally seven right. years old. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and so this is like kind of like he broke parole or something like that? Is that something what? like that. Okay. So I would assume that it's of like high severity, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would be the same as if a prisoner broke out of like federal prison sure. or an adult broke out. Yeah. But they still want him caught because he has already shown that he's just going to steal from people. Yeah, and he's also still a minor, so... Yes. So, to that point, a pattern of burglaries starts happening again in Island County, Camano Island, that was Colton's hometown. And these burglaries were very similar to the ones that landed Colton in jail in the first place. So... It's probably Colton. Colton. Yeah. <laughs> So residents started to notice strange charges on their credit cards for online orders for anything from bear mace, outdoor gear, computer hacking software, GPS systems, and porn. Hmm. So everyone's like, damn it, Colton is back. And one of the local businesses, like the community that he grew up in, they actually called him the cockroach because he stole from them so often right and um it was very obvious from the things that colton was buying that he was gearing up for quite an adventure yikes so obviously he knew the woods very well and he would build random camps in the woods he would like kind of stomp down the ground in really thick brush put up a tent or a lean-to or just a sleeping bag uh and then just keep moving all the time and that's how he really evaded police for so long as he wow. just kept moving and he would set up in places that were extremely hard to find so um i don't know if you've ever been to the pacific northwest but the tree cover is really thick yeah it's like basically a range a rainforest mm-hmm. so you can't fly overhead and just see someone and if you're walking by you kind of have to be within what like 10 15 feet to really know that somebody was there right yeah, so, it kind of makes you wonder uh, how he would have done on the uh, the show alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, know? he would have been an excellent contestant. Yeah, there's a show on uh, Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where basically a bunch of survivalists, like, go out in the wilderness somewhere, wherever the season is, and they just try to outlive each other. And <laughs> it's yeah. pretty nuts, but it's it's sounding like he's just doing his own, his own version of it, just no cash prize at the end, which sucks for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he is. It's also not completely the same because he's just like stealing food from yeah, businesses. No, so it's not like he's 
actually hunting. No, it, I just... It and just, he's, like, scooping by home to get some ice cream or, yeah. like, a hot bath. Yeah, I guess that's the difference. <laughs> but he is still kind of, like, mostly in the woods. I bet he never ate a slug. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> that shit is gross. Yeah. Um, anyway... Um, authorities would find his camps only to find them empty or that he had already moved on. Mm-hmm. And um, during this time, he had a partner in crime, Harley Davidson Iron Wing. I'm sorry. Harley Davidson Iron Wing was a yes. person. That was a person? That was a person. And Given he's name. still a person. In. Yes. Mm, that was, Given name. Yep. Probably. Like what he named himself, I'm assuming? Can't tell you. That'd be That's pretty, just his Could name. you imagine as a mother... Or a father <laughs> laying in your hospital bed, looking at your newborn baby and being like, this is Harley Davidson Iron Wing. <laughs> oh my God, he's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, his parents must have been bikers. Maybe his mom lost a bet, you know? Oh God. Could you imagine? <laughs> the dad's like, the, the, you know, he's like, if I, if you don't do this one thing, then I'm going to name our son Harley Davidson Iron Wing. And she's like, okay, fine. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, the day comes. I think that's how it went down. That's for sure. exactly how it went down. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, could you imagine, like, learning at 15 that your name is based off a bet that your mom lost? That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? No, I feel like that'd be worse than being told you were adopted. No, I don't think being told you're adopted is bad. That's what I'm saying. It's bad to... Anyway, um, so his friend Harley would regularly help him break into homes. And as I mentioned before, vacation homes were their favorite target, uh, given that people usually left behind a lot of valuable things and there's little threat of them coming back and they wouldn't notice until they came the next time to vacation. So if people had like a summer home mm-hmm. in this area, they would love to break in in the fall, winter, or spring because by the time that they noticed, it had been three months and they were already gone. That's pretty sick. I'd so, like to live in some vacation homes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that's what they did. And they would just keep hopping and keep moving so that they didn't get caught. Yeah. So do you know, were they like BFFs or were they like, lovers they were not lovers i got no indication of that okay just wanted Uh, to make sure you know that would have been quite the spicy storyline yeah but um no i think that they were just friends okay if they were lovers they would have mentioned it probably they probably would have yeah i'm just wondering if they did yeah so these two are kind of going on this theft escapade and At one house, I think this kind of speaks to the people that they were. Uh, At one house, they had stolen a 2007 BMW and were driving it around like they were kings. However, they were kings. um, They would take the car out, take it on a joyride, come back, fill it up with gas, wash it, and then park it exactly where it was before leaving. Hmm. So they really didn't want to get caught. Yeah, but like... Still wanted to have fun. Yeah, and I don't think that they would have... Like, they're going to be long gone by the time that they find that they actually used the car, if at all. Right. So I think that they just had respect for the car for some reason. Gotcha. Like It wasn't for the people, it was for the car. Yeah, and like, I don't know, they just didn't seem like they... 
like while they were criminals they had some like ounce of i don't know respect respect that they had um so i thought that was really weird that they would take the time to do that Mm -hmm. harley would look for cash and colton would look for credit cards and laptops so they both kind of like like oh the cash you can get Mm -hmm. and then i'll take the credit cards and laptops and the local media ate it up because mm-hmm. there was this 17-year-old who's evading police and stealing things. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you could get a better story. Yeah. Especially for a local news station. They should make a movie out of it. They did. They did, of course. And I watched it. Oh, was it good? <laughs> it was good. Um, they have some really cool, like, uh, animation that they use to, like, tell the story. Mm, cool. But uh, I don't think they have all the details because I think he would have had to admit to yeah, some of the... Himself. Yeah, he would have had to incriminate himself. So there's a lot of like um, crimes that are alleged mm. and it's kind of obvious that it was him, but you can't know 100% for sure because he didn't... Um, admit. It, he wasn't charged for it or convicted for it, but he was stealing a lot of stuff. There, sure. Like that is for certain. Eventually, a rifle, ammo, and laptop were found missing from a deputy, a deputy police's squad car. Ooh. And this was suspected to be Colton Harris. Yeah, ballsy. Yeah, and it was like he was mocking the police mm-hmm. at this point, and they are getting pissed <laughs> because bet. they can't catch this kid who's running around within like a mile radius of his home. That's so funny. Yes. The local meat is eating it up. The cops are looking like absolute idiots, and they even got stolen from. He also went on to steal from the local fire station twice, one of the times stealing an infrared camera. Wow. Is that like night vision? Yeah. Damn. And he would use it to scope out homes before he broke in because you could see if anyone was home. Ah, that's very Silence of the Lambs. I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. So... Yeah, there was a local um, news reporter talking about this, and he's like, he had the foresight to break into a fire station where he knew there would be an infrared camera, and then he would use it to break into more homes. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is a highly intelligent individual. Oh, yeah, he's good at what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one of his friends in juvie actually said that he he, he told him that he wanted to be a professional criminal. That's what Colton said? One of Colton's friends in juvie. Mm. And this is obviously him living out that dream. Yeah. So the police continue searching through the wilderness. And every time that they would get the dogs going, get a bunch of volunteers, it just turned up nothing every time. Because Colton would hear or see them coming or he just wasn't there. Mm. And for about three months, this is about three months now since he's broken out, they have nothing. Pretty much. They have all these alleged and what they think crimes that were connected to Colton, but they don't have anything for sure. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea where he is. And during this time, Colton would actually come home to his mother. And one time he had breakfast with her. And she she recalls making his favorite fresh hash browns. Mm. After Colton left, um, the police came by. And talked to his mom. And she was like, yeah, he was just here. (laughs) Could she get in trouble for that? Yeah, the police were like, you know you're harboring a criminal. She's like, 
I don't care. He's it's my, my son. <laughs> yeah, she's like, he's my son. If he's here and he's hungry, I'm going to feed him. Yeah. And I don't know, she basically just told the police to go fuck themselves without Damn. saying that. But <laughs> she said, quote, yeah, they were pretty mad about that. Uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of just her attitude Yeah. towards the whole thing. Yeah, it seems. seems and like it. yeah, like I said, he's basically living within a, a mile radius of his mother's house, dipping in every once in a while, and the cops can't catch him. That is so crazy. And he also like... At this point, he's stolen weapons. Because you said he stole, a, yeah. what, a rifle and ammo? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What is he going to use? Like, is he, does he turn, like, more sinister? Like, is he, he's just breaking in right now, and he's just stealing some shit. And, like, yeah, like, that's bad. But but he's not, like, actively dangerous. Yeah. So, throughout this whole time, uh, he doesn't really become dangerous. Okay. Um, and everyone who like knew him and were in the community said that they saw him like as a threat for theft, but they never saw him as a violent threat. Sure. So maybe it was like he stole it to sell it. Cause was he selling these laptops? Was he selling the shit um, or was he just taking it and using it and then discarding it? He was taking, using and discarding. Okay. I mean, he would spend the cash, yeah. but I think the police rifle being stolen was just like a fuck you was more so a fuck you to yeah. the police. Okay. So, he continues on and like i said the people of the community didn't really see him as a violent threat and one time so i'm just going to kind of give a number of alleged crimes mm -hmm. that were connected to him kind of sure um throughout his time that he was on the run but i mean think that this is over a span of two years so i can't hit every detail mm -hmm. but there was one time that he broke into an ace hardware mm -hmm. by jumping a fence, scaling the building, and going in through the top floor's window where he stole supplies and busted open their safe to steal over, uh, about $3,000 in cash. Damn! And I looked at the safe, and this thing was thick. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, to break into a safe, to scale a building, <laughs> and get into a freaking hardware store, and then break into a safe? That's not some easy shit. No. That's not, he was no. a professional criminal. He handed out his business card and it said, I'm a criminal. Yes. Call and me. And we're just getting started. Yeah. Oh, really. Okay. Sick. Truly just getting started. I love that. Um, so after this, he broke into a restaurant down the street, stole a credit card, ordered an instructional manual for flying planes online, and then monitored the package and came back to steal it when it was delivered. Oh, so he said, I'm going to promote myself <laughs> from yeah. amateur criminal to, like, criminal criminal to yeah. flying planes type criminal. Yeah. Stealing planes? Oh, giving me a face. Love that. Great. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see well, I mean, what comes. It's, it's, it's pointing to that. Because yeah, certainly... why, would he, why would he get a book to learn how to fly planes if he wasn't planning on stealing a motherfucking plane? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Steph, that makes a lot of sense. And we'll just have to see as the story unfolds. Great. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Colton begins to hatch a much bolder plan. To, right, to mm -hmm. steal planes yep. and fly insert, them? Insert um, what you think, right. because it's probably true. Yeah. And from a young age, Colton was obsessed with airplanes. He could tell the manufacturer, size, and engine and year of the plane flying overhead by just seeing it. 
So he would see a plane flying overhead and be like, yeah, that's a Boeing 707. It was built in 2012 and it has this engine. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool, but couldn't be me. Yeah, couldn't be me, but that's just a ton of knowledge. And, (laughs) you know, it speaks to how intelligent I think he was and how much information he had in his head. In fact, I actually read somewhere that he had to make an airplane noise every time he ate something. Yep, that's true. (laughs) That is true facts. I didn't make it up. Um, we have live audio, uh, it's not live, <laughs> recorded audio, audio of Colton eating. Um, so yeah, he sets this plan in motion. He's like, let's go, baby. And he starts religiously studying instructional manuals for how to fly a plane, watches thousands of videos on YouTube for how to fly. Um, and then he starts watching a local airstrip on the island, scoping out planes that would come in and out of the airport. You can really learn to do anything on youtube yeah isn't that such a crazy thing yeah (laughs) you can learn to fly a plane or fix a toilet or do your makeup yep the possibilities are endless really they they really are so so you know don't set uh, don't limit yourself to just being on the ground really (laughs) that should be youtube slogan (laughs) sure colton learned how to fly an airplane off this stuff so what can you learn? you can figure out how to put that that desk together becky (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so eventually, one of the planes from this airfield in Orcas Island was stolen and crashed, and Colton was never suspected because mm. they don't know for sure that he's ordering and watching all these um, instructional flight material. Sure. Um, so they thought it was drug runners who had stolen and crashed the plane. Never suspected Colton. And again, after this, Colton just disappears into the wilderness for like a very long period of time, like months. And over this whole period, police would get really close to him at times, but never managed to actually like catch and arrest him. So, um, for example, one time they came upon his tent with all of his personal belongings and his dog left behind. So him and his mom had a dog yeah. that he would bring with him. And they came on him so fast that he like left without grabbing anything, left the dog and everything. Ow. So they stole, they like, you know, they didn't steal. They confiscated all of his stuff and then impounded his dog. No! Yeah. Do you know what kind of dog or what its name was? I think it was a black lab. Oh. Uh, but I wasn't 100% sure. Sure. That's the dog that they used in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That. That's what I'm going with. It's so sad. Yeah, so the poor dog kind of gets caught up in all this. Caught up in the drama? Yeah. <laughs> just so sad. And they, um, his mom actually went to the cops to try and get the dog back. Yeah. And they wouldn't give it to her. Uh, claiming that it was evidence. <gasps> they better be snuggling up on that dog. Yeah. Well, they weren't. It there. Yeah, they weren't. Oh, I hate them. Yeah. Do you think the cops have time to do that? <laughs> no, but that's so oh, mean. I know. Uh, but fear not. Uh, the whole reason they kept it was to lure Colton back. Yeah. Right? And also they... maybe probably punish the mom for being like, I'm going to feed him. And... For like totally being complicit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they were like, oh, this is a great plan. We'll keep it and it'll lure him back and then we'll catch him. Sure. Except that they didn't really monitor the dog that well. And Colton 
broke into the pound and stole his dog back. <laughs> they didn't monitor their bait for a master thief. So that's on them. Yep. That's dumb. So yeah, I don't know. At least in this situation, it was just like sounds like the police were rather inept. So Colton got his dog back, and another time the police got really close is that they found Colton and Harley, his partner in crime, staying in a house that they were quote unquote borrowing, <laughs> and uh, they decided to stake out the house and wait for them to return. So Colton and Harley came back to the house and noticed that the lights in the house were on. But when they left, they were off. So Colton goes in. What could possibly go wrong? And finds nobody. But Harley had like a weird feeling about the whole situation. And actually stayed outside and smoked an entire pack of cigarettes before Colton could convince him to come into the house. Mm. Talk about on edge. Yep. So um, he is nicked up. and uh, <laughs> He's about nick level 100. <laughs> yes. A whole pack of cigarettes in like, I don't know, must have been like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he didn't like just throw up or something. Yeah, that sounds highly unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, no. No, thank you. But anyway, um, Colton gets Harley to come in and they're, you know, pretty much just like stealing food and eating in this house's kitchen. And the police come in and point guns at both of them. And he's like, get on the ground! Like, trying to arrest them. And um, both of them kind of, like, freeze. And Colton had a glass of orange juice in his hand. And they're both, like, looking back at the cops. And Colton drops his orange juice glass and, like, bolts out of the, bolts out of the house. Ooh. And Harley follows. Mm-hmm. And they both, although... The cops were following quickly. Both got away. Damn. Yeah, I guess they don't want to be shooting at a 17-year-old who's, like, not dangerous, just, like, an asshole. You know? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would shoot at a kid. No. But uh, nevertheless, they got away. Yeah. And um, Colton would, like... (laughs) flip them off as he was running away of course he would (laughs) so you know just very very teenage vibes um another time colton managed to steal about ten thousand dollars by opening an atm damn so we remember that he opened a safe at a hardware so he can open atms too that what a skill to have yeah crazy and after all these like local thefts through his uh, community that he grew up in, in Camino Island. Local thieves? Local, local thieves. Local you said thefts. Thefts. You know what I mean. I, I just... The local, the local crimes. The local things happening. What are you saying? The local criminals? The thieves? crimes. The crimes that he's doing. Oh, you're talking about Colton. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like a team of thieves. That no. he was like collaborating with. No, just Colton. Okay. Okay, sorry, I got confused. Sometimes Harley. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly Colton. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I got confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Colton starts to go bigger, and he begins island hopping, because um, if you ever look at a map of the Pacific Northwest, especially near Seattle, there's a ton of islands, Mm -hmm. one of which he grew up on. However, he starts stealing boats and island hopping. It sounds like the way this story's going, it just sounds so easy, you know? 
Yeah. It just, it sounds too easy, but I know it's not. No. I mean, he had to have known, like, how to start a boat, how to drive it, how to land. Like, Well, he's got YouTube. He's got YouTube. <laughs> he can do anything. Yeah. The world is his oyster. Truly. Um, so he is just basically stealing boats and evading authorities. <clears throat> and this continues to gain him extensive local news coverage in the Seattle area. Yeah, so he's, like, stealing boats, um, and people, like, he's getting a ton of news coverage, and people are just, like, dumbfounded. Like, how is this happening? Like, that was kind of the attitude. And then after that kind of passed, everyone was like, you know, I'm kind of, like, impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. I I feel like if I was just a person in Seattle right now, or during that time, like, I would just be, like, kind of rooting for him a little bit, you know? Because, well, I mean... I guess I I wouldn't want to be stolen from. So, like, that's not chill. But also, it's just kind of funny. A little bit. Yeah, I know. It's just like... But it's not funny for the people who have their boats stolen or their laptops or credit cards or cars or, like, you know. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. There's something so, like, uh, um, potent about this story because it's just, like... I don't know, you you kind of, like, find yourself immersed in this, like, fuck you attitude that he has. Yeah, a little bit. So, um, during this time, an additional two planes were stolen and crashed in the area. Mm. While he was island hopping and stealing boats as well. Mm-hmm. So, these are suspected that he, uh, to be done by him. Right. Um... And eventually, through island hopping, Colton made it to Canada. So he actually ran into a couple of Canadians while he was in Canada. And you don't say. You don't say. He ran into a couple Canadians while in Canada? Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> random people or like yes. border police? No, like just normal Canadian citizens. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um so, I don't know. I, I feel like the Canadian border, probably not that well patrolled. <laughs> probably not that hard to get in. Yeah, not that hard to get in. They, like, welcome you. It's yeah, like, here, here's healthcare and, bring them like, some, some money. Hortons. Yeah, <laughs> there's some, and a Tim Hortons donut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, these two uh, specific Canadians were actually musicians. Mu- oh, Jesus. Musicians. Musicians. They played music. Uh, their names were James Donnelly and Gordy McCraig. And Gordy, Gordy McCraig, McCraig has to be the most Canadian name I've ever heard. <laughs> and um, their car had broken down. Um, and they were fixing it on the side of the road. And Colton came up to them and just asked for a ride. No shoes on. Ooh. So he had kind of like, uh, he had a t-shirt on and uh, camo pants that were muddy. Mm. And he just like. Yo, can I have a ride? This was in the, the warmer months, I'm assuming. Must have been. Yeah. And um, they were like, sure. Sure, sure dude. It's like, we just got to fix our ride, but we'll give you a, a lift for sure. And uh, they smoked weed in the back of the car together. Great. And um, during the drive, they went through a construction zone. And Colton actually like ducked down in the back seat so he wouldn't be seen. And they're like, oh, dude, what are you, a fugitive? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no. No, <laughs> definitely like, not. Yeah. And um, they just kind of like laughed it off and uh, didn't uh, think anything of it. I don't know how. Because they're all high. Oh, yeah. 
and like i don't know i guess that they didn't put it together yeah you could just chalk it up to someone being like paranoid in the back seat yeah and remember he's a kid so it's like it's like they're gonna know i'm high so i don't (laughs) want them to see me (laughs) so i'd imagine some paranoia is uh embracing colton at this point yeah um and uh they only really started to wonder about this when Colton started to brag about how easy it was to cross the U.S.-Canada border. Oh, sure. So, despite this, um, James offered to let Colton stay in his van outside his house since he didn't have a real place to go. So James is a really all-around nice guy. Yeah. Offered Colton a place to stay for the night. And um, after one night, James and his wife packed Colton a lunch, gave it, gave it to him, and along with some cash, before dropping him off on the interstate highway. That sounds very Canadian of him. Yep. And that was <laughs> the last they saw of him. In the best way possible. <laughs> really. You know. Um, it was rumored that the lunch did include a Tim Hortons glazed donut, <laughs> um, along with some coffee. Love um, that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Great. Uh, they didn't realize who he was until two weeks later when they saw that there was a manhunt going on in the United States in Washington. Yeah, did they have his like picture out? Yeah, they had to have. Yeah. But you know But not in Canada. You know, they just don't get T V up there. They don't as get TV frequently. in Canada? Yeah, they get it every two weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> just joking. I know. <laughs> But yeah, they didn't notice for two weeks and then they were like, oh shit, we like gave this kid lunch and money. I cannot believe we gave that man a donut. Yeah, but they were like, he was so nice. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That was just kind of a a weird uh, <laughs> stint that Colton went on. Because like he, he'll have a number of these moments where he will come into contact with like normal people and then just be like completely normal and nice and very polite and doesn't really like take advantage of them in any way. Yeah. Um, but then goes on to steal like a ton of things. Right. Do you, do you want to know what I just, uh, just thought of? I don't know if you've ever seen Wreck-It Ralph. I'm pretty sure I'm like 95% sure it's from Wreck-It Ralph, but there's like a support group for like the comic or like not the comic book, but like the video game villains and uh, one of them is like, just because I am bad guy or bad guy does not mean that I'm bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of Colton a little bit. Yeah, like minus the accent. Just because I'm bad guy doesn't mean I'm bad guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. So uh, Colton joins a support group. <laughs> for bad guys. For bad guys. <laughs> and copes with his non-bad guyness. That, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it is really interesting that he has this, like, he has, he definitely, like, has some morals that he adheres to, but, sure. like, also not. Um, He's just doing what he has to to survive and yeah. slightly ball out by stealing planes and boats. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um,. And eventually, while he's on this stint, right, he's, like, going through Canada, he came back down through Idaho and met up with his friend Josh Richardson that he had met in Juvie uh, a few months prior. Mm. Uh, This was in Maple Ridge after he managed to steal a black BMW. So he pulls up on Josh in a black BMW. He's like, dude, we need to get a grappling hook and go rob some malls. Whoa. 
I was actually going to say, get in, bitch, we're going shopping. But, like, then you literally said, we're going to go to the mall and steal some shit. So that's exactly the vibe. That's exactly what I thought. Get in, loser, we're robbing malls. (laughs) Um, Bring your grappling hook, you slut. (laughs) So just, like, everyday items. Yeah. Um, And so they kind of go on this uh, stealing spree. And um, Josh recalls that Colton kept um, trying to get him to come steal a plane with him and fly it. Mm-hmm. And Josh was like, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was like, oh, that's a great idea, but no. <laughs> One, I value my life, and two, I kind of value my freedom. Yes. So, I mean, not too much, though, because he's robbing malls yeah. with a grappling hook. Just kind of. Just a little bit. But um, they, like, drove out to an airfield, and Colton kept trying to get him, like, come on, dude, let's go. Let's go fly this plane. He's like, ah, no, I got stuff to do tomorrow. And, you know, I'm going to have to be busy. Like, I got to go. I have obligations. And he kept kind of making these excuses, and he was like, there was no way I was getting in that plane with Colton because I can only trust this kid as far as I can throw him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um... Uh, Josh did say, you know, let's meet up down the line Um, uh, after he made all these excuses and, um, you know, hopes that they would once again reunite. Um, And then Colton proceeded to steal the plane. Right. And fly it back to Washington, where he crashed it in Snohomish County in Washington um, in a field going about 60 miles per hour when he did crash and, like, narrowly missed a tree stump that would have absolutely totaled the plane. So this man, obviously, I mean, I know we said earlier that the the other plane stealings and crashings couldn't be, like, exactly tied to him, but it was suspected. How many plane crashes has this man lived through? This is number four. Yeah, that's crazy. Allegedly. Is he, like... He's literally a cockroach. He just can't... You you can't kill him. No. And they can't catch him. Yeah. Like, they just can't. They just... They just seem to get so close every time. He's out of their pay grade. They can't... Yeah. They can't handle that shit. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like the first time when they, like, staked out the house that they were staying in, probably only, like, two or three cops were there. Yeah. And you can't take this kid out with two cops unless you're willing to shoot him. Yeah. Um, so he continues to keep going. He crashed the plane and then just walked out, kept right on going. And um, he crashed the plane with some gas still in the tank. So what this tells us is that he intended to land it there. Right. So he was pretty much just flying home. Right. That's crazy. So he's a self-taught pilot. Yes. Not so great on the landing. No, clearly not. The landings. Um, But he can fly. But he can take off and fly and then, you know, survive enough. Yeah. Yeah, So I can't imagine that it felt too great because they were like, he was coming in hot. Like, how did he not even like break any bones? Got lucky. That's insane. Got lucky. Like I said, he almost hit. Uh, a big tree stump that would have probably killed him. Yeah. So that is nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. I I still can't believe that this story is real. Yeah. Um. 
so they, they looked up where this plane was stolen from in the aftermath of the crash, and it was stolen from Idaho. Right. So uh, they're like, holy crap, this is like a... <laughs> somebody stole a plane from Idaho and flew it all the way here. Yeah, a nationwide manhunt now. Uh, yes. Pretty much. Cross-state, at least. Yeah. Um, so this ensued another huge manhunt. Like, we're going to find him now for the second time. Uh <laughs> And they searched the surrounding area to, f- to catch Colton. But, I mean, the guy who actually found the plane was like, there was no point. It was two days later. He was gone. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's still here. Like, you guys are wasting your time. But they continued to look for him. And Colton actually broke into a home of a local resident. And the owner came home and noticed that his door was busted in. And their passports and cash were taken. So he called the cops, and they came to investigate, and they were basically like, this seems like Colton, so we're going to wait out and see if he comes back. So they turned off all the lights in the car and waited for Colton to show himself. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Happy birthday! (laughs) Um, So police actually heard a twig break, which was Colton. And they took off chasing after him into the woods, like with dogs and all. Mm. Like Colton had no time to gather his belongings and he had to make a quick run for it because like dogs are after you, dude. Like, Yeah, that's scary. Gotta go. And he actually fired a gun at police while he was running away. Damn. And this was the first time that he had ever shown any semblance of using force. Mm-hmm. But what I think it was is that he just probably shot it up into the air and missed on purpose. Yeah, for like just to effect. scare them. Yeah. So that's what I think, but it's up to your interpretation. Sure. But it would certainly make sense to me because he hasn't like actually hurt anyone up to this point. Mm-hmm. So he did manage to get away again. Wow. And they found all of his possessions that he had stolen. His cash totaled almost $20,000. Oh my god. $20,000? What, did he just have it, like, in a backpack? He had it in, like, one of those, um... Like a duffel bag? It wasn't a duffel bag. It was, like, a foot long. It's one of those business uh, containers just to hold cash. Wow. Uh, It's like a pencil case that you zip open and close. And it was just stuffed with cash. Could you imagine being him and losing $20,000? Yeah, I can't imagine. That one had to hurt. But at least he wasn't caught. I guess. I'm just kind of wondering, like, like, he's not dangerous. He hasn't, like, killed anyone or hurt anyone or anything like that. But he's obviously stolen so many crazy things. Like, if he was caught, what would his sentence be? You know? We... We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) We will get to that. Um, It's crazy. However, Mm -hmm. moving on. um, This was, so like I said, this is a huge development for him because this is the first time he's ever shown a threat of violence. Nevertheless, he is slowly becoming a folk hero because the news cannot stop covering him because it's such a good story. Yeah. Like, the um, the local journalist at the time who was running um, stories for one of the local stations was, like, every morning we would have, like, a Colton conference and be like, what's the new development? Like, we have to report on this. People want to know. 
And it's just like, it's very relevant to their lives because they could be next to be stolen from, but it's also just like, has this potent, like, uh, I don't know what to call it, but it's just like, you can't not watch the yeah, story. Excitement. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. Yeah. And it's like, what but will he do next? <laughs> yes, but it's better than a train wreck. Yeah, well, yeah, for in sure. In my opinion. Absolutely. Um, so at this point, like it's gaining national coverage and yeah. people are making t-shirts for it, writing songs about him, YouTube videos talking about him. One of the t-shirts uh, featured Colton's face saying, Mama tried. Mama tried? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Like Mama tried to raise you. Oh, oh, or oh, like oh, Mama oh. tried to set you right. Yeah. Um, and to top it off, Colton had a Facebook page with thousands of friends huh. and would post pictures of himself to the page. That's really funny. Yeah. He had like a full on fan page. Yes. That's his While he was on the run. I love that. Yep. Wow. What a ballsy guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't even imagine like you're the FBI or the cops. You're chasing after this kid who is posting pictures of himself evading you. He's like a troll to the highest degree. Yes. That's he's so a real funny. life troll. Um, so he continues on his escapade. And um, since he, he came back to Snohomish County, mm-hmm. which is right by his hometown area, and he returned shortly after to Camano Island. And at this point, he had been on the run for about two and a half years. Damn. With the FBI and several local jurisdictions on the lookout for him. So this is the extent of the manhunt and what he's been um, avoiding. And um, so people start noticing again that these patterns of theft are starting to appear again. And like the local uh, TV stations are like, he's back. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wonder if he ever, like, dyed his hair or anything or cut it or did anything. Was it just, like, a baseball cap and, like, sunglasses kind of deal where it's, like, you don't know who I am. Like, this is my disguise. No. Like, he... Like, he's in just his, in the wilderness and he did it pictures, at pictures, like, he fully shows who he is. But, like, when he's um, breaking into businesses, mm-hmm. he would, like, cover his face sometimes. Yeah. Um... But, like, he doesn't really, excuse me, he doesn't really um, do that much to conceal his identity other than, like, maybe covering his face or moving cameras. Like, he's just, he moves so quickly Mm -hmm. that you can't catch him. And he also has this, like, um, attitude of, like, just come get me. You can't catch me. So he's not, like, uh, all subtle all the time. Mm -hmm. He always, he kind of has this, like, come and get me attitude. Damn. Uh, at this point, it was thought that he was staying in an airfield hangar and um, staying close to what he loved most, airplanes, right. because they later found after um, a local plane owner's truck was stolen from the airfield hangar that there was kind of a hideout that he was suspected of staying in that had a bunch of stolen um, property and like blankets, food, water. Yeah. It was just a mess, but, like, it was everything that he needed in one place. And then he didn't have to, like, continuously run around evading the police because he was sitting right there and laughing at them the whole time. Mm -hmm. The detail that 
really made them suspect that it was him is there was flight manuals found along with all the stolen property. So probably him. Like who? what other thief has flight manuals? For sure. Um, so he stole a, a car out of the plane hangar and uh, he was squatting at a local home in the area. So while he was squatting, the FBI actually found out that he was staying there and staged an ambush on him staking out the house from inside, turned all the lights off, and waited for him to come back. And Colton comes back and enters the house only to find that there were several armed police officers staring back at him. <laughs> oh! Yeah. That's... that. what a scene. He shuts the door and runs. Right, because what else do you do? Truly. Oh my god, that motorcycle's loud and long. Yes. So this triggers the biggest manhunt for him since he has escaped. What do you... Part okay. three. He's <laughs> in a... Okay, wait a minute. Like, is he Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> like, I'm confused. Because, like, I get that he's young and sprightly. But, like, these police officers are all in the house. And they can't, like, he just runs out and he's able to just outrun all of them every single time. He's Sonic the Hedgehog. He is. What the heck? I don't know. I think he probably got a lot of practice over these two years. Yeah, but, like, Jesus, he's just, like, they weren't at the door close enough to where they could, like, have a shot at grabbing him or something. I don't know the exact details, but my thought was is that they thought he would actually come into the house right before they showed themselves, and they probably had the lights turned off, right? So they just said surprise too early, and then he ran out. This is my speculation. Yeah, I'm just is, angry is about the only... it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm a little pissed off because like that doesn't make any sense. Like unless he's literally blue and fuzzy and runs at the speed of light i don't understand how he's able to run away from cops in houses waiting for him multiple times yeah i it doesn't make any sense the only thing that made sense to me is that they thought he would actually come into the house yeah and they were like oh we'll arrest him inside the house but they didn't think that he would just shut the door and run well that's very dumb i know but like it would only make sense to me that everyone was inside and he had the jump on them to run you know 20 or 30 feet before they came out the door to pursue him yeah because that's the only thing that makes sense to me because if they were also outside they would have tackled him or something that's what i'm saying so yeah i don't know like literally the fbi can't catch him and they pursue him into the woods and like launch this manhunt again with dogs yeah and, like, like he's outrunning hundreds dogs? Of, yeah like hundreds of police officers this and man is the flash he is like th- he's outrunning dogs like how do we know how fast run or how fast how dogs, fast run how fast run dogs don't know <laughs> um i think it was suspected that he actually hid in trees yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure him. he was, like, climbing trees and shit. So now not only is he Sonic the Hedgehog, but he's, like, what, a, a grizzly bear? What, who, what climbs trees? Monkeys. Monkey? He's a monkey? He's, he's a Sonic mon- the monkey? Yeah. Sick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> New character coming soon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they 
they ambushed him, chased him in the woods. They're like, uh, they use night vision, helicopters, dogs, boats to look for him. And all night long, they hunted for him, but came up with nothing. Uh, the next day, a local resident actually found bare footprints leading to and from her kitchen coop. Her, <laughs> her kitchen coop? Her chicken coop. <laughs> um, and this was assumed to be Colton's footprints. And, you know, would fit that he's the barefoot bandit. Uh, running barefoot. So they actually, they made casts of his prints and tried to sell them on eBay. <laughs> after a suggestion from a local uh, law enforcement officer. <laughs> because they were like, you know, nobody else has these. And like, thanks for telling us the information. But you could probably make good money off of those. Wow. And um, after listing them on eBay, they actually received uh, multiple death threats and decided to take them down. <laughs> oh, why? Because they were getting death threats. People, no, I know. People are I... like, you're enabling him. Oh, well, people are And haters. glorifying him. Because remember, the locals of his community have like, this is not funny to them anymore. Yeah. This is yeah. not like Robin Hood-esque. Yeah. Um, one of the residents actually said this is like far past the stages of Robin Hood and moving into something resembling John Dillinger. Yeah, I. Who is Don John Dillinger? Am I supposed to? I know don't that? know. <laughs> you don't know either. Love that. I thought you would know. I don't. Look it up. <laughs> no, but like uh, American gangster John Herbert Dillinger uh, was a gangster during the Great Depression. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that makes so. sense. But, I mean, I, I understand. Like, I get that that probably wouldn't have been fun for the people who were, you know, his, uh, his what, victims? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, like, he's stealing, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's not just, oh, I'm going to sleep in your house and, like, eat your food and drink your orange juice. It's like, oh, I'm going to steal your laptop and, like, break into your safe and steal your money. And I have $20,000 in cash that I stole from multiple people and, like, establishments. Yeah. Which so, is like, not cute. <laughs> yeah. He's ruining businesses yeah. and, like, people are just tired of it. I bet. I and, mean, it's, like, so easy to, like, latch on to, like, this is so fun to, like, listen to as a story. Yeah. Because it's, like, he really gives off that fuck you attitude. And I can't even imagine how big his ego must have been. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's untouchable. Yeah. He's, he's like, I bet he had, like, a, like, I don't know, like, I guess. God complex? Yeah. For sure. And, like, I could imagine, like, if I was in his shoes, I would think I was the absolute shit. I'm sure. How could you not? You Truly. You steal and fly planes. Like, and boats. And boats. And, and cars. Whatever. And you, you like, you, in your spare time, you get a grappling hook and you s go steal from the, like, you go on the roof with a grappling hook. Who uses a grappling hook other than, like, spies in a movie? Colton Harris Moore. And he's That's who. barefoot all the time? <laughs> so, like, I guess he's barefoot sometimes, but they actually said that he wore shoes most of the time, but that's the legend. That's, like, his thing is he's, like, the barefoot bandit. Yep. Either way, shit's whack. Shit is whack, for sure. Um, so it was thought that he was going in and out of the chicken coop to, like, eat their eggs. Right. While he was on the run. And he basically vanishes into thin air again. 
with the FBI in tow. My God. You know, months go by without any news or sightings of Colton. And it was rumored that he had died out in the wilderness, drowned, or left the island. They thought he died? Yeah. Crazy. It's wild. Um, in any case, like, no one knew who, where he was, not even his mother. Yeah, and, I, and he wasn't posting on his, like, fan page anymore? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, other otherwise people would have known that he yeah. was out there. Right. Um, his mom was so worried that she contacted a local news station and begged Colton to contact her in any way just to let her know that she was alive and that she was very worried about him. Shortly after this, a spray-painted foot was found at a local dock, and although local authorities said that there was no evidence to tie this to Colton Harris Moore, the fact that they were saying it meant everyone knew that this was him. Right. And a detail that I forgot to mention earlier is that while he was stealing uh, in the beginning months of his uh, escapade, if you will, he actually took chalk uh, while he was stealing from one of the businesses and drew footprints out of the store and wrote CYA, C-Y-A, exclamation point, like he was writing a text message. Oh, so he has a signature. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) So, um, it is at this point that, um, with the FBI in tow, uh, Colton hatches a plan to leave the United States. Sure. Just find a plane. You know. Fly out of there. Yep. He, um, yeah, he kind of, like, knows that eventually the FBI will get him. He needs to get out and get somewhere that's kind of out of the jurisdiction of the U.S. Makes sense. And this is where I will leave you. For part one? For part one. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's okay. Damn. Is he going to fly a plane? Will he even make it? I don't know. If history's any um, direction, he'll probably steal another plane. Probably. Probably. Maybe. Damn. We'll see, though. We'll see. Damn. So to date, I will remind you that he's already stolen four planes. <laughs> wow. And crashed all of them? Crashed all of them. That's I mean, they not had great. to come down. Yeah. <laughs> That's so scary. How was he not shitting himself every time he had to like... Why, why would he do that? I don't know. He's obviously a, an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he thinks he can't, can't be touched. You know? Because he kind of can't. Because he kind of can't. Oh, Lord. So, I love when motorcycles drive by. Yeah. <laughs> I should just stop acknowledging them. We live next to a noisy road. I know I've said it. <laughs> we'll just stop acknowledging it. <laughs> uh, but, wow. Fun. Fun. So, yeah. what? So, he would just, like, draw foot footprints everywhere? Or would he, like, leave muddy footprints, like, on purpose? Like, was that, like, his thing? Was it, like, he... Was he, like, the Zorro of toes? <laughs> <laughs> He didn't do it every time, but there was, like, one time that he did it that got, like, you know, yeah. covered extensively and sure. memed. Yeah. So, I mean, remember, this was, like, 2009, 2010. Um, so, like, memes are kind of new. The sure. internet is new. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it probably so just was one of those things. It just that blew the, up. Yeah, the news, like, named him just for, like, a good headline, and it, like, stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I think he did it once and it was just like, 
what people associated with him. Yeah, just because that's how they heard about him. But yeah, I mean that was his signature. So that's actually how he led his mom now that he was still alive. Well, that's good. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they had a better relationship in later years. Probably, uh, although like not not a lot of details were known. Like yeah. the mom isn't very forthcoming. Sure. And um, actually, when she was being interviewed, like so, the like local news stations were like hounding her for anything yeah to report on right and um one of the reporters like she would talk to reporters but she wasn't like she wasn't their best friend by any stretch of the imagination i'm but, sure not um they kind of confronted her they were like um you know isn't it a mom's job to like you know steer the child in the right direction she's like yes but like some children can't be steered yeah you know so she she kind of like uh had this attitude of um you know, he is who he is, and I tried, but this is this is what happened. Like, I don't think that there was anything I could have done differently. Yeah. I mean, the early accounts of his childhood might have suggested differently. Yeah. Uh, but I don't pretend to know... The facts. The facts or yeah. any significant portion, but, like, what from what I've seen, it, it does seem like, you know, if your child is living in the wilderness and hitchhiking at the age of 10, you probably could have kept more of an eye on him. Oh, yeah, that's a bit of an understatement. But, you know, it, it, it uh, I mean, it, it's, it would be sad if, like, it was actually, like, a really neglectful situation. But I, I kind of, like, uh, because you know how every seven-year-old gets into a fight with their parent and then they're like, I'm going to run away and, like, pack like, a backpack. <laughs> and then they, like, they, like, walk out, walk down the road. And then they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'm seven years old. But, no, he actually, he did that. No, he did that. He did that. Did you ever do that? No. No? I think no. I did. Pro- I bet. I mean, I, I mean, maybe. Maybe one time I was like, I hate it here. But, like, I don't know. I don't. Not that I recall. But you never threatened to, like, leave? Where would I go? I don't know. That's the point. Where would I go? I don't know. I, I remember doing that and, like, I'm going to go live in the woods down the street. <laughs> and then my parents were like... <laughs> Sure. Okay, go ahead. Sure, go do it. <laughs> you want a tent? I didn't even get out the door. Yeah, no, of course not. I, was like, I packed my bags and I was like, let me think this through. It's like, how am I going to get food? Oh. Oh, wait. <laughs> There's I'm no cereal seven. in the woods. <laughs> There's no cocoa puffs in the woods. Damn it. Son of a bitch. Gotta go back. Yeah. Because mom won't buy me like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something. Right. <laughs> I'm sure, whatever it was, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of like how, uh, the attitude she had came off as, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it did seem that he, he loved his mom and they, they like kept in contact throughout yeah. this whole thing and yeah. he would come home and eat hash browns, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's complicated, but <laughs> yeah, certainly complicated, but yeah. And you also have to like, remember that, you know, she was neglectful, it mm-hmm. seems, but she also wasn't receiving child support from, right his father yeah, and so. i'm sure she had to work a ton of hours Absolutely. to to make ends meet so you know if you can't you have to work you can't afford a sitter yeah what are you gonna do if she didn't I, it sounds like she didn't have any family yeah so she probably did the best she could you know i you know and some and sometimes i think she, maybe that was the case that she did the best she could yeah. you know you have to be at work you have to make money of course so i don't know what the exact situation was but yeah yeah, I mean, people were quick to blame her for sure. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's easy to to throw blame. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, maybe, the dad's nowhere to be found either. Well, yeah, I mean, that's there's no excuse for that. That sucks. That's a bad parent for sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah, wow, I'm I'm excited for part two. Yeah, so part two gets even more crazy. Even crazier. So if you think that Colton wasn't ballsy, like before, <laughs> enough for you. <laughs> yeah, if this wasn't enough for you, wait till next week. Oh man. Oh so, man. Did you say oh nine? Oh, I I meant to say oh man, but it came out oh nan. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's it. Cool. Well, what's your good thing for this week? Uh, my good thing is. Um, <laughs> This is kind of dumb, but I have been eating up the coverage of the GameStop story. <laughs> and I sure. have to mention it because it's just given me so much joy this week to see like these hedge fund billionaires freaking out, yes. calling for regulation of the stock market. And um, I think one of them actually went bankrupt. And um, I don't know, it just brings me a ton of joy. And I am now a small... A shareholder of GameStop stock. Ah, uh, yes. Eat the rich. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, the whole story has just been really fun for me. Yeah. And it, it really kind of matches up with this story well, because, like, this story has, like, a Robin Hood vibe. Yeah, it does. And so does that. I mean, Robin Hood, like, didn't Robin Hood, like, give back to the community, though? <laughs> like, yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, the people who are buying this are actually making money. At oh, least yeah. some of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking but, about uh, this. The I'm talking about Colton. Yeah. He's not Robin Hood. He's, yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's not giving back. You know, he does actually give back in a very small way mm. later on. Okay. Which we'll talk about. But yeah, no, it's not like he was stealing uh, to feed Food anyone other poor. than yeah. himself. Yeah. But um, for the most part, it did, uh, the re- reports were that he was only stealing enough to uh, feed himself. Yeah. However, that does seem to be contradicted by the $20,000 bag of yeah. cash that he had. Right. Yeah, that's not great. But maybe as far as food goes, he only took as much as he needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's plug the socials. Yeah, but thank you for listening. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, follow us at nottoday underscore podcast. If you or anyone you know has a story that you'd like to share with us of true crime or survival or paranormal or really anything, send us an email at notodaypodcast at gmail.com. We're going to start making TikToks. Follow us at notodaypodcast on TikTok. And just keep breathing yeah yeah